What's up and welcome to another episode of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man with worse breath than a spirit, Grayson. What's up Scooby Gang? And that guy who still takes baths with his sister, Jim. <laughs> I mean I take baths with his dad so swings around us. <laughs> What's up Scooby Gang, I guess. And this week we are continuing Spooktober with episode 1 to 6 of the anime Mirika-chan. Did you say what's up Scooby Gang? Yeah I did. You're stealing shit. my Scooby gang. I stole it. Have you seen the new Scooby Doo, by the way? He showed me the other day. Yeah, I have. There's no Scooby Doo. There's, There's no, no Scooby Doo. It's called Velma, that's why. And Stoner Fred is black. And, yeah, uh, they, they, Stoner, all, Stoner Shaggy is black. They're, they're all stereotypes. You've got the dumb jockey blonde. Yeah. you got the. Isn't Velma Hispanic head. now? The, Velma's this bookworm Hispanic girl. Yeah. And um, oh Shaggy is a Stoner black dude. Talk about stereotypes. It's literally <laughs> just pigeonholing every race into Talk the about Scooby Doo YouTube. What do you watch Scooby Doo? <laughs> you find an anime one. So, the genre of this, it's a horror comedy. It was directed by Yuki Ogawa and the. St- <laughs> what? That was pretty well done. No, 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 Thank well you. done. Thank you. Quick Thank you. tongue. Quick tongue. <laughs> Thank you. The studio, is, the studio is Passione. And they have done other animes like Harem in a Labyrinth to Another World and Interspecies Reviewers. So the studio that made this is a studio that makes animes that are very heavy on fan service, which is why this delivers fan service in in small quantities. PG-12. Yeah. Their their comedy comes from a sexual place in this, I guess, most of the time. I thought it was... There, there is a mixture. There's a mixture of a lot of things, but there is definite definite fan service in this, and I know that it was mixed in terms of reviews based on the fact that people were like, "This is a good anime that you didn't have to put fan service in," mm-hmm. whereas other people yeah. were like, "No, the fan service is fine because it was in small quantity and it made it funny." Some of it was funny. I like it was really cake, funny. So, yeah, so you know, the bun, you know, bun cake. Yeah, but there's there are obviously some dodgy bits of fan service that aren't necessary, especially with Miko. Oh, she is there purely for fan service. Like what, Hana? Yeah, you mean the best friend yeah. with the big boobs? Purely fan yeah. service. There's no other reason. Although, for although I like her character as well. I yeah, I liked her character, and then they ruined her. Every like, only once or twice an episode. Yeah, I yeah. will uh, when she was in there, but they ruined her massively in those. One Did or you two not moments. like the tiny little monsters resting on her boobs? <laughs> we'll get to no. It. <laughs> So I'll take the, your silence as <laughs> complicity, I guess. I am the tiny little monster resting on her <laughs> <laughs> The voice cast. Miko is voiced by Alexis Tipton, who is Rika in A Devil is a Part-Timer. I recognise the is voice. Kaguya in Kaguya Summer. So she's a well-known voice actress. We've mentioned her before. Hana is voiced by Sarah Weidenheft. We've, We've mentioned her, her before. Her yeah. Again, yeah. Elulu in Cautious Hero. Uh, amongst other things. And Yulia is voiced by Lindsay Shepard. Um, she's not so relevant in the first six, but she does come into her own later on. She's voiced by, as I said, Lindsay Shepard, who voiced Erica in A Couple of Cuckoos. She's actually new to the voice acting work because A Couple of Cuckoos is a new anime that's just come out. I have seen it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so she's an up-and-coming one. Anyone want to take a stab at the ratings and what they think this was given? I've got an IMDb one and I've got a my anime list okay, one. IMDb I've got first. one for Crunchyroll yeah. as well. I actually know Who the Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. <laughs> 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 it was to pay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> IMDb. All right. Six point eight. I'm going to give it an eight point five. Uh, so in between, uh, seven point two out of ten on IMDb, and my anime list, which was rated by the fans. Which is out of five? Out of, uh, out of ten. Out of ten. I'm going to stick with an 8.5. I'm going to come up with an eight, yeah. Yeah, 7.9 yeah. out of ten. It's well received. The Crunchyroll one, out of five, is a 4.6. You can't trust Crunchyroll's ratings. There's nothing <laughs> on that that site that's rated below a four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Nothing. It's purely dedicated anime fans yeah, that will pay yeah. for their I, anime. I watched I this paid for this. Five, yes. five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll jump into episode one. We open with our main character, Miko, and she awakens on a normal day, or what she thinks is a normal day, when suddenly she starts to begin noticing things aren't quite right. 
Um, she sees dogs barking at random piles of garbage. That does come into it in the next six episodes. You'll see why she looked that way. Because um, sometimes it shows you moments where she's looking at something and you don't quite see what she's looking at. Uh, usually it's cleared up in the after credits scenes. There are after credits. Did you watch yeah, them? I yeah, watched them. One of us yeah. didn't. Don't give me that the, shit. The diehard anime fan <laughs> who pays for his animes didn't watch the after credit scenes. So uh, she also sees uh, a handprint on the mirror in the bathroom as well. Which she wipes off. By which she's she like, cool, yeah. She disregards it and wipes it off. Which she would. I don't know. If I saw a giant handprint on my mirror, I'd be like, there's nobody in this house <laughs> having <laughs> sex in this house and it's not <laughs> me. me. Exactly. That's like, who are you bringing into this house? <laughs> With a ghost. <laughs> a spooky ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At school, she meets with her friend, Hannah, who we get introduced to, and we briefly do see this red-eyed girl from another class, um, Yulia. She sort of is slinking around in the background. Like I said, she does come into her own later on. Later on, Miko realises that her charm on her bag has gone missing, and so she returns to school to go and find it. And when she enters the classroom, she, she, she sees like this like shadowy figure of a person, but she switches the light on and it disappears. She then goes to the bus stop and she's waiting in the bus stop in the rain. And it's when her phone goes like mental on her. Um, Keep sending photos of her. She sends a photo to Hannah and then like all of a sudden it's like glitching and it keeps sending her photo after photo after photo. But her appearance is changing, 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 changing until like she looks like this demonic figure. She thinks everything's fine because she drops her phone, picks it back up. And then all of a sudden, this like terrifying ghost of an old, like rotting woman appears out of nowhere. It's the first time we see the spirit, and it demands to know if Miko can see it. A lot of them do this, and it I asks, did like can you that see it was me? persistent and not shouty, screamy, scary. Yeah. It was no, just it was constantly just... following. Can you see me? Yeah, I know you can see. Can you see me? I can't it's because her reaction yeah. was not normal, but also not straight up, oh my god, I can see it. I'm going to call out this show straight away. There are two other shows that do this and they do it better. Really? Yes. There is I Punch Ghosts. It's a show about one person that can see a ghost and he. Some, yeah, but he actually. He can actually punch he, him. I was going to say, yeah. The entire show is him punching ghosts. Yeah. It's funny as hell. Who would have guessed with the, <laughs> the, really the title, funny. I Punch it's a Ghost? It's some Korean uh, show, I think. It's quite funny. It was on Netflix for a little while. I don't know if it's still there. And the other one is that strange... Um, oh, what's it called? There's a movie with Chekhov from Star Trek where he can see these demonic things. But he can't, That's he the has one that I try. talked about last it time. Is. He has to try and not pay attention to them because they're, they know... They're evil. Yeah. They, they follow and evil they feed and stuff like that. On, or bad um, thoughts bad and spirits. And, uh-huh. and um, bad moods. I know the one you're on about because... Um, oh my God, what's it called? Strange something, weird something. Yeah, it's gonna Somebody told us before, by the way, they're going to be <laughs> super mad because yeah. we've actually had this conversation before and you both looked at me blankly at that time. He's having a look. I am. He's having a Google. Do, 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 I only remember the actor as Chekhov. Yeah, you see? That's all I remember him as. That's the problem. His name is Anton. <laughs> and it's called Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. There you go. I knew it was a weird word, like weird. Strange. But this is different from Odd Thomas, though, because it's not like demons and shit. It's like just straight. Oh, these are spirits. Spirits. It's, you can you could argue that point, but I'd call up bullshit on that. You mean it's the same? It's the same thing. It's it's a, same sort of a premise. Demon is a essentially depending on what religion you go to, a spirit that's been corrupt or something. You could argue the same point. sort of premise, but. She doesn't really exactly do that much in this one to sort of uh, not, affect it too not, much. Yeah, obviously it's going to build to stuff. Yeah. Um, and but, the premise is exactly the same. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see which came out first. Because is this fairly new? Or this, this is fairly new. new. Oh, then Odd Thomas came out first. Then. Yes, yeah, yeah, this is fairly new. And I Punch Ghost came out first because that was like five or six years ago now. Yeah, I think this is uh, maybe about a year old. It's not oh, that, it's that, that old. I, I think yeah, it's really not that old. So despite... Miko's terror at seeing this spirit. Uh, she pretends to see nothing. And eventually it vanishes. She returns home and while she's then getting ready for bed, um, she notices the handprint again. And she's like, she blames her brother. 
It's like he really needs to stop putting his hand on the mirror. And then suddenly the, a ghost of a man appears behind her and it leans over her and places his hand on the mirror again. To he... be fair, with how odd her brother is, I'd be blaming her brother too. <laughs> He's worried. About no, there's no, there's no situation where anything that her brother does is, is right. They also have no lock on the door yeah. of the bathroom. But we'll That's bring it up later. Slide. Yeah, still <laughs> a lock. The same ghost also does the same as the other one. It demands to know if she can see it. But once again, she manages to ignore it until it vanishes. She decides she's going to put a bowl of salt in her room to ward away evil spirits. Uh, she quickly realises that doesn't work, though, when she lifts up the covers of her bed and <laughs> the same man from the bathroom is laying on her stomach. Uh, I believe he's saying mama. Yeah. Over and over again. She blanks it and so goes funny. to sleep. That makes me laugh so much. Every time I see it, that she just lifts up the covers, looks and goes... Okay, fair enough. This is fine. And just puts the covers back down again. And you can hear it talking under the covers. And she's like, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> the episode ends with her going back to school the next day. And she doesn't see anything on the way to school. And she thinks maybe, like, maybe that day she would... I think she blames, like, being tired and yeah. everything on what she saw. And suddenly, out the window, she sees a figure. And she turns to Hannah and she goes... We're on the third floor, right? And Hannah's like, yes. And suddenly this demonic spirit of a schoolgirl sort of floats into the classroom corridor. So what did we think of the first episode? I, I really loved Brilliant. it. Brilliant. Really, really good first episode. I genuinely. liked the really misdirect strong. with the start because we didn't actually discuss it in that synopsis that you've done. The whole point where you've got that girl running through these like... yeah so there's a dramatic like horror story yeah. opening to this where actually they're just watching horror stories on the telly yeah and, yeah there's that girl and they're running... obsessed with horror aren't yeah they? A pair of them they're, yeah they like like the the spooky yeah it was she's into the supernatural yeah i, I really like this episode it was funny it's a good episode like, it's a really good episode they also drop the hints in with hannah very early on that she has this massive appetite and then you find out why it's because of obviously all the energy the spiritual energy she has surrounding her makes her hungry all the time mm -hmm. um, so they'd lean into that I wish that Isn't was my reason zap it all by being around yeah her i thought that yeah barbecue it i think she has double effect from what i read when i was reading up about hannah's character is that she has great spiritual energy that can ward off evil but it also attracts spirits as well so it does oh, so it does like a moth to a flame she's morty yeah so it does oh both. yeah yeah like a moth to a flame. Yeah, well, no, they say yeah. that. Yeah, a moth to a flame. She yeah. she does bring them, but that gives me an excuse of why I eat so much. <laughs> it's Just have good energy. spiritual energy. <laughs> no actual energy, but I have spiritual <laughs> energy. Yeah, so it's a man that's late for everything because he only just woke up. Yeah, exactly. Constantly what? tired. <laughs> what I did think was great was how she how they made her not react. Yeah, it was quality. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't the fact that she was just disregarding it completely. The inner monologue was She good. was yeah. terrified, but kept a straight face. It was so is, good. Like, your natural response would not be that, right? No. The minute you're seeing that old... Well, the phone thing's creeping the fuck out of you. Like, well, she away. did. That but, actually creeped her out. Yeah, yeah. But we're not reacting that way when we see the um, the old lady, right? Oh, no, I'm running. Like, 100% I'm off. Nah, I'm punching ghosts. You're not. <laughs> you are not. Well, it wouldn't work anyway, but then instantly that thing is going to know you can see it. Yeah, exactly. And then you've I got like, a moth. Spooky moth. <laughs> what, what do you realise? What, just go to punch it. Damn flies. <laughs> yeah. You see the wasp? It was a wasp. It was a scary I actu wasp. Actually, I could see him doing that. Go to punch we all, it, we missing. Like, we all like to think like, we'd be able to punch I'm it. From but I don't think we I'm, I'm swinging first. Do you think? I don't know. I don't, That's I think, why I've gotten into so many fights and lost so many fights. Because I, I swing first and ask questions later. I think terror is your first reaction. 100%. Yeah, but people you react are to terror differently. Yeah, I'm not saying a brick isn't coming out. Yeah, yeah. The two <laughs> things are happening at once. It's just you at a bus stop with a log in your house. You could pants. build a house by the time I'm done. I'm still swinging. <laughs> what was that, Motto? What? Swing first, ask questions later. With yeah. that, you could join the NYPD. <laughs> I think flee is your first response. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, I don't need to take the bus. I can walk home. <laughs> <laughs> I can sprint home. Jim walking anywhere. And 
you're telling somebody instantly. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am Can not, you not see this? I am not There's a blog post, a YouTube video, a Twitter going out. <laughs> a podcast <laughs> episode. My Facebook's getting updated. Live streaming. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. Hey, followers, see this ghost? <laughs> and a one-shot comic series. <laughs> the world will know. He's getting a crystal ball. <laughs> He's getting a tent. <laughs> I see dead people. Hey, if that's the crystal ball from Haunted Mansion, I'm in. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. Is that Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Eddie it Murphy. is. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Where has Eddie Murphy gone, by the way? Um, boycotted by Hollywood because he's a dickhead, apparently. Oh. It's the second time it's it happened. He's a drama queen, apparently. Yeah, he yeah. did it after he got big on trading places as well. That's why I didn't see him in a lot of stuff until he was Axel Foley. Oh. Anyway, episode two. Miko starts seeing ghosts. Uh, it, it picks up where it left off, really. It picks up with the girl in the corridor in the school. Um, and this ghost seems to sort of just wander the halls for some reason. Um, I think there's going to be obvious backstories to it's all a bit these spirits off, yeah, eventually. To those spirits, yeah, yeah. That, uh, but it's just when it wants to get to it. And I like the fact it doesn't rush to that as well, to be fair. It doesn't rush to her going straight away. I can help things. It paces it really yeah, well. Yeah, it does pace. Um, we cut to the locker room. Hannah, by the way, before yeah. we just carry on, she does sort of question, can she not see it? But she does it inside her head, doesn't she? She doesn't say, can you see this? because it stands in between her and Hannah. Yeah. And Hannah is just having a normal conversation. Yeah. We cut to the locker room, and one of the other students is talking about one of the episodes, I think, from the... Scary stories. Scary stories, about a disembodied Real head in a locker. Stories. And Hannah turns to Miku and is like, Miko, and is like, can you check the locker? Because um, I'm scared there's a head in there now. And Miko's like, this is ridiculous. Opens the locker, and there's a disembodied head in the top, <laughs> top of the locker. I, I laughed my ass off at that moment, where she's like, this is so stupid. There's nothing... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact she has to get her... Is it her phone from the top of the locker? Right, right next, next to it. And it goes to bite her. It rolls over to him. She then, in class, sees a ghost begin to... Like, its hands come out of the desk of the locker and it starts groping Hannah. Uh, I think she's... Mainly because she forgot her underwear? She's going she commando. She did say, yeah. I'm going commando. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Yes, it's one of those unnecessary moments. Don't ruin, don't ruin what is a good premise with with <laughs> shit. But you're definitely it that. It wasn't necessary. Ghost, you can right? have a gropey ghost. Yeah, you don't need the whole. I'm not. <laughs> you can have a gropey ghost. <laughs> He's definitely a gropey ghost. Hanging out of high school, yeah. <laughs> college. <laughs> Thanks. You finally find somebody who can see you, and it's like, why are you here? I, I'm here to help you cross over. I don't want to cross over. I don't want to cross over. <laughs> I have unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, what, what is your unfinished business? Like those business? legs, I want to be uncrossed. Thank you. This, my business never ends. <laughs> business is good. <laughs> it's an eternal struggle. So she's unable... The boner ghost. <laughs> Constant erection. <laughs> She's unable to get rid of the ghost um, until they enter the school nurse's office and the school nurse comes in and the ghost sees that she's more attractive and switches to groping her instead. Grayson ghost. <laughs> <laughs> After school, Miko and Hannah, they go to buy some food, some pastries, uh, some butt buns. Hey. But as they're in the queue, Miko gets distracted and... While she's looking at her phone, she accidentally ends up queuing in this line of ghosts. In spirits queue. That are queuing up to be eaten by a larger ghost. Now, my guess was, and I think it solidifies it after episode four, that they're passing on from the I sort think of mortal world. My best guess when I, when I was watching it would be that they start off as these small little things and when they don't pass on they become these corrupt horrible things that feed on the newer ones and the newer ones being the big-headed tiny humans but they're que they're queuing up to be eaten yeah do you think that's these ghosts just accepting that there's nothing left for them to do maybe no because we've also seen them dissipate people that have unfinished business dissipate well, they, yeah but i'm saying i'll jump to the end of episode four when she helps that the 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 old ghost uh with the the old lady with the code you then see him get eaten at the end 
And it's like, well, he's finished his business. Is that him then going, right now I'm ready? I don't know. I need more context to this. Like, hopefully in the next six, we'll get a bit more context of, like, what's going on. After they've bought their pastries, Hannah and Miko, they come across an abandoned kitten um, who is being haunted by some random ghost that just sort of stares at it. I think it's obsessed with this little kitten. And Hannah sends out a social media post. What? Stare Stare at pussy, yeah. (laughs) Well, animals have a connection, don't they? Especially dogs, apparently. Yeah, dogs and cats. Yeah, apparently they can see things. They have a sixth sense. Yeah. So Hannah sends out a social media post to see if anybody's willing to adopt this kitten. And two men arrive. One of them is this, like, handsome young man who seemingly is perfect. And the other is this intimidating-looking scarred man. And Miko, as Hannah's going to hand over to the handsome man, the kitten, Miko stops her. And she can see that this man is surrounded by just evil. Evil spirits, evil cat spirits. And she stops. And the guy even turns to her and goes, so you're not going to give me the cat then? And she's like, no. And he's like, and he goes to argue. And then he goes, I see. And he walks away as if he knows. Or he's a killer. He's a cat killer. Yeah. Now they all start with cats. I'm telling you, it's a fucking, it's a absolute solid theory of mine. I know from watching this previously, this man will come back, um, and there is a very complex story around Does him. Does he slay Percy? You will see. Not that sort, though. She then, she then gives <laughs> the, up to the She then gives the scarred man the two, the kitten, and she can see that over his shoulder he has two angelic cat spirits. I like this. I really like this. And he accepts the kitten and he takes it home. And the end credits show you at the end of this episode that his scars actually come from the cats when he's playing with them and they scratch his face. And over his shoulder is the spirit of his wife and his two previously owned cats watching over him. I thought it was such a great... It was so nice. What a lovely ending to this episode. Yeah. It's really sweet. It's a ginger in the sushi. It resets the palate. Really nice ending. And it is also presses on that, don't judge a book by its cover. Super surprising, though, as well, from this series. We'd had a lot of comedy, or a lot of funny moments Episode in this. one set the comedy tone and everything like that, didn't it? and the spirits and how she reacts and things. And then episode two was like, there's a lot of touching moments that they throw mm-hmm. into this show, which is really nice. It yeah. really does mix things up. Does anyone want to mention anything on episode two? before we move I think on? we pretty much mentioned Apart everything Apart from the there. disinfectant on the boobs. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Because she was trying to get rid of the ghost. In fact, I think she made the ghost hornier. Because she <laughs> disinfects the boobs. Her top goes... And all of a sudden, the ghost goes mental and is like, yes. All of a sudden, it's a slip and slide. <laughs> all of a sudden, ectoplasm everywhere. Now, the main talking point is obviously when you see the cue of the ghosts eating the ghosts. And spirits eating the spirits. And again, we we need more context there is a lack of context for the stuff like that i i I was hoping that that older woman would come in and explain some stuff maybe she will later but she just hasn't so far and it it oh you mean mystic meg yeah who who literally (laughs) gives you the lottery results she goes to the (laughs) 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 tells you your star signs I think um, that's how I know you're over thirty now. The, the, <laughs> the pacing of the show is, I think, meaning, meaningful in that sense of it's not going to give you away everything very yeah. early in episode two. And I'm glad it doesn't. Well, you, you, I think the purpose is you learn as Miko learns. Yeah, she has no idea why ghosts are being eaten by spirits are being eaten by bigger spirits. She doesn't know, so why should we? Yeah, she knows nothing, yeah. and we are learning everything as she's learning everything, yes. which is Although actually Although, obviously, nice. we pick up on stuff straight up a bit earlier than she will. Well, yeah. But you've got to put yourself in the character's shoes, I guess, and be like, well, the only thing you're worried about is avoiding these things at the minute. Yeah, imagine having to see those things. Not trying to understand them. Dry lips. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of lipstick for me. So we much. go into episode three. <laughs> Miko heads to meet Hana at a cafe, um, but on the ride there on the bus, suddenly she realizes there's this like chatty spirit. Oh my God, what's going on? (laughs) And she goes to press the button and the spirit, I think the spirit kind of picks up on the fact that she can kind of see it for a brief second anyway, because she goes to press the button, the spirit's hand comes across and she pauses Eventually, she presses a button. She pauses for a long time. For a long time. <laughs> Just looking at the I hand. I don't know. I have to get the timing right. 
Ding. And then she, uh, the spirit, like exits the bus on her stop, and she chooses to stay on I the bus. I love that. The fact that she's like, "Let it get off," and I'll go to the next stop instead. Yeah, but even the, if you listen to the spirit, as the bus pulls away, the spirit goes, "Huh?" Yeah, like, are you like, not getting off. Yeah, as if like, hmm. <laughs> she's just giving me the fucking slip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you next time. <laughs> At the cafe, she sees across from her this handsome guy who looks kind of like the other guy from the park. And she can see that he is haunted by the spirit of what must be a clingy ex-lover. And it sees that he looks at her and gets jealous and goes over. And she then is like, I have to covertly convince this ghost that I'm not interested well, in this Well, she looks at him as well. She mm-hmm. looks up, which is the mistake. Well, no, she's yeah. looking at the ghost. That's and the guy's yeah. like smiling But the ghost doesn't yeah. know that. Dude. Yeah. Then the guy smiles. And I love the, uh, the oh, the that, that's like. husband material right there. Yeah. It's Hulk Hogan. Look at those yes. muscles flex. <laughs> she's looking at wrestlers on the That on is meat on I the love the fact <laughs> That the ghost then looks at the phone and goes, oh. Nothing to worry about. She's not a threat. <laughs> and then walks off. Because she, it does a comparison. It looks yeah. at the muscly men on the screen and then looks at the guy and is like, these two are not the same. <laughs> After Hunter arrives, Miko sees that this guy is met up with a woman who, who is a load of surrounded and haunted by tons and tons of clingy ex-lover ghost spirits and she's like these two deserve each other i liked that it was the first time that she had had almost like i get i get she had like an it shows that these two are like unfaithful lovers and they belong together and they're both haunted by these clingy things miko sets out to go and buy some prayer beads and she she's hoping that they're going to ward away these ghosts and whilst they initially work, they cut to go down this dark alleyway that's filled with spirits to go and get these butt buns filled with cream. And We've all been there. <laughs> you knew what you were doing. Though. I knew what I was yeah. doing. There. Filling butt buns with cream. Yeah, but apparently she's never eaten butt buns before. And the prayer. Everyone's eating ass. <laughs> yeah, this tastes like real ass. I was like... <laughs> I guarantee I'm you it fucking doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't say it tastes like real No, bums. she no, she says mm, it tastes like a real bum. And I was like a homeless uh, person. Why are you eating? <laughs> why are you eating homeless people? So initially the prayer beads they work and you see these spirits sort of step aside, but then suddenly she's confronted with what must be a more powerful Uber spirit. Mitch, I think. Like, he looks like a convict. Yeah, he does. A bad spirit. Yeah. And suddenly the prayer beads, they break. Hana goes to sort of collect her and there's a comical moment where she has to pass through the spirit for the first time to get away. And then we see that she can pass through them. And actually, these spirits probably can't actually hurt her. But I don't think she realises that yet. That should have been the moment when you realise, actually, they can't hurt me. But, at the, same, but at the same time, if you acknowledge they're there, you're then stuck with them as well. Doesn't she get grabbed, though, at one point? No, the old lady grabs her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They come across, then, the fortune teller called the Godmother. And the Godmother, initially, she is a con, well, she is a con artist on the surface. And she gives Miko some cheap prayer beads that break immediately. And she's already caught the on there. Yeah. yeah. And the godmother looks behind Miko and she can see the faint spiritual outline of the convict who's following them. And she realizes that she has to break out the good stuff. And she gives, she gives she can also, by the way, see the powerful energy surrounding Hana as well. That's the first time that we've had a mention of that. That's when she talks about, oh, they must be attracted to a friend, like a moth yeah. to a flame. Yeah. And she gives her the super powerful prayer beads, the glow last don't like two seconds break immediately, break immediately. Yep. they hurt the spirit for a brief second mm. it screams it shouts and then the probably break it all out so <laughs> lets it all out and miko decides that she's going to give up using the prebeads um she's like they're not going to work there's no point in using and them. the godmother gives up working yes <laughs> and we see that the godmother decides that she's going to move to the boonies with her grandson because she's not good at doing what she does so the first thing in episode three to address is that creepy ghost bus. Like, oh, I hated the it. spirit on the. Do you bus. know what? that I would actually the bite? The sc- the that would be quite. That scary. That was creepy, right? That would be quite scary. That was creepy. 
Like the fact she could hear somebody talking and then she was looking around and nobody was talking. And it splits into like fucking Hydra head. Yeah. And it's multiple teenage girls all chatting to each other. By the way, the jealous spirit, that had a vagina face. It did. Mm-hmm. Why did it have a vagina face? A vagina with teeth. It's a Horrendous. jealous spirit. It's great, right? It was scary. It was great, right? And this was the episode where you actually learn there are spirits of different power levels. That was the first time you were shown because obviously you met the convict one. So then you're like, how do you become a more powerful spirit? And like, we don't know enough about spirits yet at this yeah. point. We've got no El evidence. Google. Is it? I think it's based on soul. The soul of the person. Well, how good your music is. No, not as in like soul music, which is all right. Well, as far okay. as we know so far, they're all spirits supposedly bad. Because we haven't yeah. had any evidence well, to go. No, we've no, had we good. Had the cat guy. We've had the good ones as oh, well. Oh, yeah, no, we've seen, yeah, we've seen two cat spirits and his wife. I think she says at the moment there's bad spirits, unfinished business spirits, and there are good spirits. So she has well, no, already... Nobody, no, no, nobody says that. I thought she did. That is the assumption uh, you yeah. have made. I, I think <laughs> it's a good assumption to make. <laughs> there are have... cat spirits. <laughs> that is my assumption. So what we're getting from this spirits. is, right, cat spirits, good. Human spirits... Bad. No, because that guy's surrounded by evil cat spirits. But is that because of the way that they died, dear? Yeah, you see? Now, because I have seen this. I don't want to hear anymore. We have a whole <laughs> you other may be on to something, sir. Right, so, are they taking the Ghostbusters route then, where in the way that you die becomes some sort of extra power you gain in the spirit realm? Potentially. Because. You you have like the train. Well, there's no or... explanation behind the spirit in episode six, which is horrendous. Yeah. It's really funny because we haven't seen Yugi's dad yet in the spirit realm either. <laughs> He's, <laughs> in <Yugi Moto>. <laughs> He's in there somewhere. <laughs> we sh- we joke about that. The guy that made Yugi is dead. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I I, re- I think you did a I sent about that. He, yeah. he died trying time. to save somebody. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Drowning. Good spirit. Good spirit. Episode four. Miko. She tries to cope with this new life of being able to see these spirits and she sees them everywhere. She sees them in bookstores. She sees them. I'm going to say round vending machines. Yeah, they so do hang around vending she machines sees a lot. Little naked men that are attracted to shiny things that run. That's, that's Grayson's spirit right there. Not the that's grapey a one. Gym spirit. It's a magpie. A gym spirit. It's a magpie. Actually, no, now you say that. Yeah. He lurks under vending machines hoping somebody's going to drop something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Money. He's the one that's always in his fucking underwear. Is that true? I am always clothed. True. Yes. No, he'd be fully naked. He would be fully oh, 100% naked. 100% under the bathroom spirit. Just sitting in the corner of the bathroom. Nah. <laughs> just sitting on, on the, the toilet. toilet. Just him and a Pepsi in the afterlife. I can't open it. Unfinished uh, business. There's a unfinished <laughs> business. Open this Pepsi. <laughs> there's another brief moment in this episode where she buys some um, seasonal chestnut pudding, and that is going to become important at the end of the episode, but it happens early on, but that's why I'm mentioning it now. Miko's brother, Kyosuke, he starts to notice that her behavior is strange. And when he asks his classmates, they say, well, perhaps she's in a relationship. Perhaps she's got a boyfriend and that's why she's acting different. Wanting to protect her, Kyosuke, I think he thinks that she's in an abusive relationship. That's why she's being so With like... a guy from fucking well, Mad yeah, Max. We've met her brother... It's a weird abusive and relationship. So wanting to protect her, he secretly follows her around to see if he can see this abusive boyfriend that she's got. Um, obviously, he's unaware that she's actually just avoiding spirits. I really enjoyed that moment where she's in the bookstore, pulls a book off the shelf, a spirit comes out and she's like, nope. Back in you go. <laughs> Brother comes along. What was she reading? How to please your lover in 100 <laughs> ways. <laughs> By the way, there's a guy next to him who's like, hmm. When he picks up that book. When a child picks up that book. Later that night, Miko goes to take a bath and unwind. And unfortunately for her, a spirit appears in the bathroom. Yo, it's me. Just and need the toilet. It's your boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because because she's about to run away, and, she, and then she's like, I can't leave. It's in the corner and it'll know. Her brother comes into the bathroom. Now, his objective is to see if her body contains any hickeys. He opens the door. He's like, oh, sorry, sis. 
because um, she's half out of the bath at this the time. This is the beginning of a weird porno, I'm telling you. And it's always stepsis. And, <laughs> and he says internally to himself, I couldn't see any hickeys on her body. And he goes to leave. And then she's like, because she's scared of the spirit in the bathroom, she's like, oh, no, 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 come, come and take a bath from me like we used to. And even, even he, he turns around and goes, this is different from the last time when we were kids. This feels weird. The brother even says, this feels weird. This doesn't feel right. And then he does ask her um, at the end, uh, do you have a boyfriend? And I, she's I, like, no. When I was watching this particular scene, Fran was watching too. Yes. And I was like, that's weird. That's weird. And then it, I'll wash your back like we used to. And then Fran literally went it, in between scenes. She went, oh, maybe she'll put like a towel around up or no, door open. Nope. And she stops mid-set. Yep. <laughs> so, and just went, no, that's not right. Like put a, I thought that as well. When we were going <laughs> to have that scene, I was like, put a is, towel right, on. The issue is with don't Japanese say cultural. culture. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It is nowhere on this planet is it culturally acceptable Families to in wash Japan, your sister. What, Families to not in get Japan a towel. are very close and they do ten, have tendencies to bathe together until certain ages. And not get a towel. He may be a bit too old for that at this point, which he... Maybe. <laughs> I'm questioning your moral values now. He questioned it, which was good that even he went, this is weirder well, than what ha- we used to do. Congratulations. So, Thank you. Anyway, Amazing. the next day, Miko tries to eat some breakfast with her family, but unfortunately, there's this giant, ghastly, furry fucking spirit leering over the top of them. It even licks her eggs. I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> we both looked at alone. each other. Everyone looked at each other in the room and went, no. Miko then goes to excuse herself on the table. And then before she leaves, she goes back to the fridge and she gets the chestnut pudding out. Because at the dinner table, I'll mention it now, they mentioned how um, angry she got last year when her dad ate her chestnut pudding. Also, and the monster is saying pudding, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like making that comment on the pudding. And she takes the pudding to a funeral altar. And this is when you see that Miko's father, who we have seen All the throughout the last four episodes, and who has seemingly been interacting with her throughout four episodes, is dead. That took me back. 100% took me back because I didn't right. realise. like That's alive. He's not. Though. She never interacts with him either. Hmm. He's not. He's dead. He doesn't have that spooky look. Does he, early on? No, but he, no, he gets a shimmer like, he afterwards. Just like, he just looks yeah. like her dad. Just yeah, but I think thing. that's why they did it. It was one of those reveals, no, like, no, by they, the way. They set the rule with the spookies all looking different. You can't just do it for a big reveal. That doesn't work like that. No, I like that. I mean, props for the sixth sense twist, but... Yeah, I don't... You can't change the rules to I put it in a twist. D- is it at that point that he does disappear? Yes, when she's... You can't change the she rules. She pops the pudding down and it's... Spookies look like spookies. No, but they've also... You are where, you don't, you're, she's not walking down the street looking at people. And that's but you've also seen Cat Spirit Lady. Maybe it was for the viewer's context to try and... To obviously throw you off to not know that he's dead. Nah, that's changing the rules. When actually he's dead. Changing the rules. It is purely for the viewer's context. I like you're it. changing the rules. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oh, saying I think I, don't it, like I think it's it, a phenomenal reveal. Mm. But... Poorly done because you're changing the rules of the universe you've established. You've yeah. seen all the spookies you want and they all look like spookies. You cannot change that rule. That's poor writing. Know which way you cut it. That's poor writing. A big reveal of her father being dead. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, but how, how, else, how else would you be able to play that Voice. without having him... Voice only. Have him shout from downstairs. Have him in a different room. Okay. Yeah, no. I, I can see that. Well, and then at the end he turns and then up at the and the end comes through the wall or you know he's sat on a bed and he's a shimmery ghost yeah That's no no he just, he's in the old the room when she puts same reveal yeah, no, without okay. changing the rules of what you've established for the show okay i get that yeah no that would have worked just his voice every now and again uh, yeah have, have him shouting from another room that makes sense maybe but it kind of worked because of the fact that it everybody work. was there at the table and like well, it didn't was... seem like no, anybody... The, the only clever bit about it is because, obviously, he interacts... With her. It's like Bruce Willis' Sixth Sense, yeah. isn't it? Where you, you having, you're having scenes where you're completely unaware of the fact that he's not... Nobody's actually interacting with but him. But with Bruce Willis' Sixth Sense, the ghosts look like people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, In this, yeah. they don't. 
no, there's no right. reason the that she the... should ever see her dad and go, that's my dad and not a ghost. No reason. Well, yeah, and we, we never really find out fully how she actually sees him. Yeah. Because... The big reveal could be the exact the same. Him come up to the table and go pudding and then, you know, sees her dad for the first time ever. Fine. And for, for the audience, we could have just had voices and stuff like that. Fine. But you're changing the rules of what ghosts are to accommodate plot. You could have just really you could you have had like good, good spirits around. do actually look like they did yeah. in life. Changing yeah. as such, changing the rules. That's just poor. a little bit more see throughy. <laughs> Didn't guess. they though with the people on the bus? The one on the bus looked they like change. that person. They change. That's into the, the they change. They look poor writing. They look in the queue when she queues up accidentally in the fucking spirit. Yeah, queue, they, they look, look like, like people, people until they turn and then they form into the evil monster. Which means that when she makes contact with them, they change. Yeah, yes. there you go then. Well, she would have made contact with the dad. Yeah, but maybe, maybe that's why never saw her. Writing. Maybe the, she's avoiding him the, the whole fact time. that we've had to come to that to try and find an excuse to make it work is poor writing. Yeah. Uh, no, I no, I can understand, but that, that doesn't make it bad. No, no, no. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It doesn't take away from the show. Because if you realise one moment she... in three episodes, that's pretty fucking good going. I'm not gonna lie as well i'll forgive him for that because of the payoff of what you get when she finally does acknowledge that he's about when she puts the pudding down at the altar his appearance changes so that does fit in with all the rest of them although he's just his form is slightly different but you're right the girl on the bus looked like an ordinary girl on the bus until until all of a sudden yeah yeah yeah. until she she realizes she's really in front of her but that does that mean then she hasn't accepted that her dad's dead because she hasn't inter she until, until the moment she puts the pudding on the altar, it yeah. doesn't really change. So that must be her. And she never interacts with him because maybe she, maybe that's painful. Yeah. I don't know. The fact that we're guessing it is would, poor writing. It would be difficult, wouldn't it, though? Poor writing. Like, if you're in her situation, what do you do? Like, I don't know. And did the dad thing, know right? he was dead? Yeah. He did must the have. dad know he was dead? He must have known he was dead. He must have known he was dead, but yet he interacted with her as if he was still, still uh, there and her father. Like, don't be late home and stuff like that. Yeah, and she kind of accepted it as well, didn't she? Again, maybe because it's painful. I don't know. Excuses for the show mean poor writing. No, I actually liked it. I still liked it's it. still poor writing. You can like it and it still be poor writing. Those two are not opposites. Yeah, I, I, did, it, I, I still like, like the reveal. I like the idea of what happened. Yeah. It's still poor writing. Yeah. You're making excuses they do, for they a do show. It, they do a better... As much as I liked it, they do it better in the fifth episode with the old lady. I yes. thought they did it well with the cats as well. Yes. Yeah, the cats is a great yes. one. It's yeah. fine. So, episode five. One of Miko's schoolmates, Yulia. You knew this was going to be an important character because it had blonde hair with a pink streak. Oh, red that eyes. was detail they put into the character, yeah. yeah. Yep. Background she... characters never look like this. <laughs> we find out that she truly wanted to become the godmother's like apprentice. And then it's revealed that obviously the godmother has closed down and left. And Yulia suspects that Miko had something to do with that. She closed down real quick, by the way. Because um, she went there, got some beads, yeah, I know. came back, and the store was gone. You, we find out that Yulia, ever since a young age, has been able to see spirits um, of some variety. And she's dealt with that her whole life. So for her, it's nothing unusual. She then witnesses over, like, surveillancing Miko that she actively avoids the ghosts in a, like, but does it in a clever way where the ghost doesn't realise. And she also helps Hana avoid them, even though it makes no difference if she did. Yulia then confronts Miko at school and she tells her that she can see ghosts as well. But Miko then continues to deny that she can see them because it's revealed that Yulia can't see the powerful ones. She can only see the little naked ones that run around and, and the outlines of larger ones. Little naked ones. They're brilliant. She drops the co- drops the bottle caps, caps on the floor. Because they, they like shiny out. things. Because <laughs> gym ghost. It's it's Grayson. Gym Grayson runs It's out. a gym ghost. It's small naked and running around with <laughs> the shiny things. That's a good point. Well made. <laughs> with infinite bottle caps. They're just ring pulls to you. Yulia's boasting about seeing spirits begins to attract the attention of some of the larger ones that are nearby. And in order to keep it away from them, Miko is forced to subdue and choke out Yulia. In the nurse's office, when she finally recovers, Miko apologizes to her. But Yulia interprets it that Miko is threatening her to stay away because she's scared of her because she's just choked her out. I mean, yes. 
That would worry me. Later that night, while coming back from school, Miko comes across an old woman who she initially mistakes for a spirit. And it turns out this old woman's got what we see as, what, Alzheimer's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or a poor memory, whichever way you want to Dementia. say Because it. it does come back. Dementia. She takes the old lady to her home um, and finds out that there's a ghost haunting the old lady. And it continually continually whispers the numbers 4631. Miko shows the old woman these numbers using her phone, sort of discreetly, so as not to engage discreet? with the spirit. She just sort of like taps it and then just shows her yeah. on the phone. And then the old lady shuffles off, goes into this room and uses the same code to open a safe that has in it a hair comb that was a gift from her uh, uh, late husband. And suddenly it sort of gives her a new lease on life and gives her a second wind and, and, and she remembers her daughter all of a sudden and she looks healthier. And the ghost turns around to Miko afterwards and thanks her. And the episode ends with us seeing this ghost again, but he's being eaten by the larger ghost. Near the, the donut shop. Yeah. yeah. This, for me, was probably the best episode of the six. It's the first proper episode to do anything except episode one. Episode one was really good for setting the stage. Yeah. Two and three, you maybe got one moment in each one. But this one, this one has a lot of context and shows you the future of the show. Yes. And I like that. It is very... Without giving away much, yeah. though. Well, yeah, because it's not... They're not going to... They didn't have Miko straight away going... I need oh, to help I, these I people. need to help. Yeah. Like, some of these spirits just want closure and help. And she does it in such a minor thing, in a minor way. It's yes. not like she goes out of her way to research or anything. She just goes, for fuck's sake, and shows they her must the be sig- well, that is still literally- has a twig, It's because the though. spirit is speaking directly to the old lady. Yeah. And, and it feels like, like she- this must be important for some reason. And it feels like she still hasn't twigged on that she can do things like that yet. She may Even have, from this she may have that thing. initial thought, but she's still, I think, in that it's stage of terrified yeah. of these things. And, and rightly so, should she be scared of these things. Like, even though that man was the deceased ex-husband of the old lady, he still li- looked horrific. Yeah. Like, he still looked like a fucking like, zombified undead thing. Yeah. But it does set up that tone for what hopefully the future of the show will lead to, where she is realizing that she can help the people. ghost whisperer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much helping yeah. people pass on. And what a lovely yeah. premise for a show. Yeah, what a yeah. lovely premise for a show. Kind of reminds me of, um, in a different way, the world that God only knows. Evil spirits. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's helping spirits pass. Yeah, yeah. Evil see? spirits inhabit girls. And yeah, he them. yeah. <laughs> but I, different I premise. But you get what I mean, right? That. You can see where this show is going on a different it was, track. It's basically. just a, it was a really nice change of tone from the comedy aspect of this all. The, the last yeah. two episodes got quite stale because there was no movement forward. That was five plot. Sorry, yeah. The you last mean the six? Six sets you on a really different path all of five. a sudden. The, the episode two and three were quite stale as episodes. It was it's, yeah. Uh, it's got X Files. Two was her trying to completely get rid of the spirits altogether with prayer beads and stuff. Yeah, and avoid which them was directly. Which is fair. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But in the it's it's got X Files syndrome in the fact that if you rewatch X Files now, there are only key episodes you need to watch to understand the plot. And this has got that same thing. Where uh, yeah, you, no, you could I agree. watch one, agree. two, five, six, and and it would be the same experience. But even as filler episodes. They're good episodes. They're good episodes. Eh, like, I enjoyed them. You know, you're not getting your bog standard ones. You, at uh, least it was you're nice to not something. have The Beach, which, uh, which is every filler episode in every anime ever. Is there going to be a beach episode? I can see his brain working. You might get a beach episode oh, at some sake. point. It's such an a overdone premise for anime. Yeah, but don't forget Stop the, the, the studio that made this also made very fan service heavy material. I don't give a shit. And this show has already portrayed fan service. Go to the lake, for fuck's sake. Go to a lake house. Go to the cabins. Go to the mountains. Anything else. Go get a cabin in the woods. The trope of going to a onsen up in the mountains has never been done before either. Yeah, but not as much as the beach. The beach is just, it's done. It's done. Go to a lake. People like the beach, man. People do like the beach. Stuff happens on the beach. Nah, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> it's just an excuse to put him in a bikini. People die at the fair. Yeah, but Miko, though. You could do the same excuse with having apart, a rainy apart, day and them getting splashed by a car. You're still getting them in the fucking hey, underwear. Hey, apart from Miko looking a little bit tired. 
She's all right. <laughs> tidy, yeah? Yeah. Tidy. She's got a nice haircut. She's got a nice haircut. Her in that bath. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> and now you understand why I spent so long in the bath. What? Fran's always in the bath with me. I thought you were about to say you're haunted by the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, he likes the spirits watching. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you stay and watch. No, no, no. That's my kink. The spirit's literally <laughs> trying to run away. I've got, I got a spooky kink. He's, drop it, he's dropping bottle caps in the water. <laughs> oh, grab them. He's got a bottle cap on his belly. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said no, that. No, you put the bottle caps on a string. You put the string on your belly and you get the trample. <laughs> <laughs> Play with it like it's a puppet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he opens the door. He's naked. He's in the bath. As soon as they come in, he slams the door and locks it. <laughs> You're in my world now. <laughs> you think I'm trapped in You're a right, view? I, I can well, see I just you. turned into some spooky Rorschach. <laughs> you, tur- you turned into Rorschach. Yeah, you thought you were trapped in I was trapped Guess in what I You're trapped see. in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, lastly, episode six. While coming back again from the pastry shop with Hana, Miko sees a very large, intimidating, scary spirit. So she directly turns and avoids it. It cuts to Hana, and we see that she's on her way to meet Miko, not knowing that the same ghost that they saw the previous day has now started following her and is using her life force aura to cook and eat the small naked ghosts. And as it does this, it increases its own power. It's an evil ghost, right? Yes, this is evil. They then come. She then comes across a young boy who is standing outside an abandoned building and he's crying because his dog has broke free of its lead and ran in there. So she agrees to help find the dog. It's a very, very nonchalant part of this episode where she goes looking through the abandoned house and she finds the dog. I got the impression that when she thinks happy thoughts and... When she starts makes to, sing, aura to change her mood, her aura gets stronger. Yes, yes. That's all that scene Her is positive for. energy increases Radiates. her... And I thought as well that the spirit was testing it as well. And you also see that the more she eats as well, the more powerful her energy yeah. gets as well. Because it, it, it's happy. almost like the energy feeds from her and drains her and she recharges She's a barbecue. With... You put yeah. the charcoal on. Yeah. Mm. So she finds the dog and she meets with Miko, but unfortunately, during this process, the ghost that has been following her, or spirit that's been following her, has heavily mutated because it's been feeding uh, along the way. Miko takes Hana to a shrine in the hopes that by praying, it will cleanse it. will pray the spirit away, Mm. pray the ghost away. Miko wishes to get rid of it and. as, As if in a response, a pair of shrine spirits. Um, but they're very creepy. Yeah, they are. They weird. appear and they start fighting the massive spirit. They are defeated, but then the shrine spirit is quickly defeated by a ginormous. It's the god of the it's, shrine. Yeah, it's like a mixture of a fox slash monstery thing that kills this evil spirit. It then, at the end of the episode, utters just a cryptic word to Miko, and it says three times. And then it disappears, leaving Miko uncertain of what three more times means. Claps. That was my guess because I saw her clap. I've seen the rest of the show. I will say it. it, Three times means it will assist her in killing a spirit three more times. Okay. That's a random number. Which would hint to you um, the fact that they've had to kill it before in this episode would hint to you that potentially these spirits could do harm to people if they... Got enough power, like that movie. Well, do you we think were on that's about? what become poltergeisty, proper hauntings. Possibly, yeah. The, the difference between a I, I'm ghost. thinking that if an, if a spirit generates enough power, it could genuinely affect it the world around it. Material things. Yeah, I have a feeling there's one in her home. So she's got a lot to do here. Really, I feel like there's one in her home. That's a, like a real bad one. It sets it up for her to have like multiple tasks, really. She's got to help the good ones. She's got to fight and defeat the evil ones. But yet, she'll only have assistance three more times well, do you from, think the the from that one. Yeah. Do you think the good ones will come back and help her Maybe. later on? Not in this season, obviously. That'd be too yeah. soon to do that. Or is that going to be Hannah? I, I, from my knowledge, I don't think in this entire first season she really has set herself on a purpose of what she's going to do. Or Hannah might help her later. I think Hannah will do that in the same way that Morty does to Rick 
It's purely by coincidence. I was going to say, I don't think Hana's ever going to fully realise what Miko no. can see. I don't, think... I don't think Miko wants her to know. No, no, she doesn't. And I don't know. The spook, The fact that they're both into the spookies might hint that it should be okay with knowing that type her of brother thing. brother might have more to play Possibly, at some point. Yeah. I, he's, I don't know. Maybe. I think the other girl will, definitely. The one that can see Yulia. little ones. Yeah. If, yes. they, if they come from a they service up the Ghostbusters kind of place. Yulia's going to team up with Miko at some point. Are they setting up the Ghostbusters? Nah. There's four of them. There's nah. four of them. There is four of them. Yeah, but we know They're how four. well the last all female Anna, Ghostbusters Mato, went. A brother. Oh, a brother. And You're adding a brother into the into the phrase. It's the only four characters we've seen. Yeah, well, the brothers have a very minor part. So what? Um, we finished the six episodes. What did we make so far? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's good. A, I think it's a good show with a good premise. It's different. It's got like two sides of a coin because. I don't like horror. You guys know I don't like horror movies. This isn't horror. It's not horror, but it's no, like it such. has a creepy element, but then it yes. comes straight back with a comedy element, yeah. which makes it like a well-balanced thing for me. There are very slight creepy moments. Like the bus. Um, the bus, um, even when that spirit sort of smashed its hand against the, the bathroom mirror yeah. and craned its neck round to speak to her and stuff. Scary movie does the same type of tricks, and that's not horror. I don't think it outright was trying to terrify you. No, it's not. I, don't, I don't think at any point during this show do they go out of their way no, to, to scare earn you. that horror no. element. Because it's not that type of show. It's a comedy. I would have gone supernatural comedy. Yeah, I would have gone supernatural comedy. Rather than horror that comedy. That nails it. This is nowhere near realm of horror. No, it's horror comedy, genre-wise. Yeah. But I would have said supernatural comedy. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree and then I'd add fan well. service onto that as well because there is fan service. Of course, there's always fan service yes. in anything. There's fan service. But I can see why there's an argument in the community where they were like, "You don't need it." Yeah, because you don't. This is a rare show with a good premise that doesn't need help. Yeah, yeah. it's just as so long as they keep going on the same. As long as but they then keep you going see the studio that made it, and you're like, "I don't mind the little that's bits, why. like you know the the butt buns and yeah, you know yeah. stuff oh, like the that." The ghost, yeah, that's that was funny. Fine. Or the blooming yeah, sanitizer. That, that was good moment. for the comedy element yeah. of the show. The it, reset, it resets the palette, yeah. and it is actually funny. But the oh, she's not wearing underwear, and the constant we should go underwear shopping. Pack it in. The don't whole bathroom. Don't need it. Premise bit was unnecessary. We didn't need any of that. Just have, that was to sexualise Miko. Yeah. I would have liked it if they had changed the bathroom thing because it's actually quite scary. I would have, there are bathrooms scenes you can, in but you could have done it. You could have done it more tastefully. Yeah, exactly. They didn't the, the over-sexualise brother, The brother could have literally, all we needed was a five-second monologue. Like, I don't don't come in. I don't want to do this, but I've got to see. Yeah. To see if she's hurt or something like that. I and then open the door and go, oh, I'm really sorry, and then close the door. Done. Done. Yeah. Scene done. We didn't yeah. need the over-sexualization, the angles, the washing at the back like we used to. I oh, thought we were going to yeah. get her scream and then him run in and like... No, because if she screams, she's acknowledged, acknowledged the ghost. ghost. And that's the en- that goes against the entire premise of the show. Yeah. She needs she to do her thing her. without acknowledging that they're there. But that's where I thought it was going to go. I like it moment. that it takes her to the extreme of that she's in tears nearly yeah. as well when she's trying hard to not acknowledge it and when they use the fucking ghost breath when the yeah. spirits breathe and and she can see that like we don't she never acknowledges that she can smell it or anything but when the vending machine bit when she goes around the corner when it breathes out she's like i'm gonna be sick so she so obviously she, can sense it's either that. that or she can just see the fucking fumes and she's like yeah. this is disgusting but i i'm into this it's a good like, show i, I mean, really it's a like show. I'm it's a it. good show compared and to some of the shit you know we've watched it's yeah. a good show comedy Enjoyment of that comedy, yeah. enjoying the premise. I like, but also not the a massive cast. moments. Not a massive cast. You've got like three or four characters. Three characters, four, and they're the nicely time. fleshed out, and you know what they're there the for. The brothers, not but the heartfelt moments no, no, as well. No, 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 no. I like the women feels. You get some feels in this as well. I like the yeah. dad twist, although like as it. you said, it was a bit oddly explained. I it, still like. It, it was a good twist, but the problem is that everything the show is doing has been done before and better mm. doesn't make it a bad show yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just that everything it's doing is it's borrowed from other places we mm. got the sixth sense twist they just made it a dad instead of fucking a yes. therapist yeah, yeah and you know we got the the i'm helping ghost which has been done a thousand fucking times yeah i need to help them cross over and the evil cat guy and yeah and the good cat guy and we all know that yeah it's a nice way of doing things He's and an evil that's cat guy. a nice don't, idea don't give me the but that, that whole cat thing was because we associate cats and dogs with being pure spirits and yes. purely good rather well, than having any animals other variation. Are innocent. Yeah. 
and having her see those things, it lets the audience know that there are good and bad. Oh, it's a really brilliant, nice brilliant way twist. of doing it. Yeah, brilliant a really twist. easy, rounded, nice way of doing that. Don't judge your book by its cover. Everything it's doing I is like borrowed. That. I like the fact that it gives you a woman, it gives you something, morals and stuff like that. Don't yeah, yeah. judge somebody by their looks. Yeah. And that. I like that. Hey, Monster Mizume did it. No, it didn't. <laughs> Let's just clarify that. It did nothing. It did, it did nothing. It did nothing. It did, nothing. Like that. It did something. But, yeah, not to take away from the show, it's just that everything it's doing is borrowed. Mm. Most comedy shows that are made, though, do do that, don't they? It's well, there are like other it. tropes or stuff like that, yeah. but even on that sense, scary movies doing exactly what this did, if we're calling this a trope, which I don't think it is. I think this is a nice original yeah, show. Yeah, no, it is an mm. original. I don't, I don't yeah. think it, it needs to be bundled in with tropes no it, it's it's not it's not that piss take show it's yeah. it knows what it wants to be and it's finding it very nicely it, it fits in it does exactly what it says out to do i just well everything paced. around it is borrowed yeah it's well paced. there isn't one original idea it's just that it's borrowed all those ideas and done something good with them yeah and on that note it's time for us to chuff off all you summoners can join us next time where we finish miraka chan with episodes 7 to 12 if you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast, or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. I've been Sheeny Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. See ya. Spooky. Ooh.